Welcome to Gaming. This week, the question we're asking is, what makes Hades so good? I'm John Robertson. I'm joined, as usual, by Stace Harmon. So Hades has been out uh, a couple of years on Early Access, but it's just recently come out um, as a full-fledged game. It's by Super Giant Games, who did Bastion and Transistor and Pyre. And it seems like everyone in the world pretty much is talking about Hades, playing Hades, streaming Hades, podcasting about Hades. Uh, so, you know, it must be pretty good. Um, Stace, um, you and I have both played a lot of it. So what's the answer then? What makes Hades so good? Well, firstly, I want to say that I'm very excited that we're talking about this because I've been playing Hades. I, th- I think Hades has been the only thing that I've been playing for the last couple of weeks since picking it up on Switch. Um, so I'm very pleased to be talking about Hades because it is, I think it's, it is incredible. Uh, trying to <laughs> distill the essence of it into, into an answer to a question like that. I think a couple of key things for me are that it uh, it respects the player's time an awful lot and it keeps on giving you stuff not just to do but also to dig into and to uncover and it's it's just an incredibly rewarding game it's a game i think it's a game that i, I mean i've i've so far done 75 plus hours of it according to my switch profile and i imagine i will do probably 75 more before i'm anywhere near uh, done with it so yeah it's it's something that is giving me an incredible amount of uh of joy and and that compulsive feel to just one more run one more run um so yeah it's i think it's it's how much it gives is a, is a big part of of why it's so good it's it's how how well put together it is how much thought has gone into it and how much it gives to the player um yeah. i think is a big part of it yeah, you've played more than me. I've played maybe twenty-five hours. I'm not sure. I think it. I think it does tell me, doesn't it? Um, it gives you a ball. Twenty-five hours. Switch, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh well, that's yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the platform's an interesting one. So you've played it more than me collectively. I've played it maybe twenty-five-ish hours on Switch and maybe five hours on PC. And and um, like for the record, I don't really like roguelikes. Really, like I. I I've never really, I've never really kind of got into them. I mean, Rogue Legacy is the one that I've played the most. Um, Spelunky never really did it for me. Dead Cells never really did it for me. And, and you know, I, I respect these games. Like, um, I'm not, I'm not saying they're bad games whatsoever. But that lack of progress, the the, the kind of the, the, I don't know, like death, death in those games felt like a really hard pill to swallow. Um, whereas it doesn't in in. Hades, which I think is one of its sort of core selling points, really, and 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 there's a, there's a number of things that play into that. There's a progression which we can talk about, and there's a narrative which we can talk about. But I think I, I, I was thinking about this just before recording, and and I think one of the main reasons why death doesn't really feel like a chore, uh, or, or more more pertinently, I suppose, why each the beginning of each run doesn't feel like a chore is that. The combat just at its core is just so good. And I think it's the speed of combat, which is so important when you first start that run. Like when you first start that run playing as Zagreus, you, it feels like you're already leveled up. Like even though you're not, like mm. you, you're starting at a level where in other games, it's like you, that's going to take you many hours to get to that point. But here you start really good and then you just get better 
like mm. um so it's always that those opening opening rooms are really exciting then whereas in other game in other binding of isaac i guess comes to mm. mind like it can just all be a bit pedestrian at the start and it's like oh you're just getting through this now in order to get to the good bit like later but that doesn't happen here how do you yeah and a part of that is i think there's the weapons play into that a lot which i wonder do you do run after run using the same weapon in order to perfect it or to tweak on what you just did coming off the back of a previous run or like how do what is your weapon selection process how do you choose what you're going to go with next so only recently have i realized i think you pointed out that the the glowing purple things around the weapons when you're on your on the weapon selection room mm-hmm. that means you get a bonus mm. to to that resource what's what, what's that resource darkness. called the crystal darkness i only i only only recently in the last well i say recently like five hours of playing time ago or whatever 10 hours playing time ago ago i only really realized that that was a thing so i've been doing that more um in order to build up my resources but prior to that i was i was using i was heavily in the shield. i did probably 15 hours in a row on the shield wow okay um the shield i find the most sort of me Mm -hmm. weapon really Mm -hmm. um i like the way it levels up i like that you know you can you can do it's captain america basically um you can you know you throw it around and it bounces off stuff and it hits enemies and you can also use it to defend it makes the first boss super easy Mm. Mm-hmm. super easy uh with the shield yeah and that when the so this is this is perhaps starting to get into the meat of it as well is that that bonus to the darkness resource that you get through picking certain weapons also ties into some of the um some of the boons not the boons sorry the power-ups that you take via the mirror uh because there is one that for a long time i was taking a specific one that every time you exited a chamber you got back a small amount of hp and that was like three hp is that that maxes out at but the flip side of that boon um if you do the the uh the other i think it's the the yellow or the green aspect of that boon rather than the purple is one that you restore health based on a percentage of the darkness that you pick up so if you are then getting a boost to your darkness then that means in turn that you're going to heal more each time you pick darkness up so the the way that lots of little pieces tie together and that and i think that again perhaps feeds into this notion that you've just been talking about where you feel leveled up to begin with because as with a with many roguelikes you do have that persistent power creep of just getting better getting persistently better in terms of not just as a player but your character as well has access to uh, better weapons more upgrades on each subsequent run and that um that ties into like there are many different loadout decisions that you can take before there's like a sort of a mini game in how do I want to play this time? I'm going to take this weapon and perhaps my decision in which weapon to take is going to be based on that bonus to darkness. But then mm. I'm going to go back to the mirror and how does what, uh, what powers I'm taking here through the mirror feed into the weapon that I'm using. And then it goes beyond that as well. When you start unlocking yeah. aspects for the weapons, um, because that then feeds into different power ups as well. So there's, there's this, this gradual layering of, new information and new ways to play that turn what is already a deep game even from the outset into an increasingly deeper and more complex and rewarding game as you progress so you don't just master it get bored and then walk away there's always something new 
or for a long yeah. time there's something new being well, introduced yeah and i think actually that's one of the things that surprised me about it um is i guess the game's the game can be quite personal in that way mm-hmm. like you can you can play it with with those different layering of um <clears throat> uh boons and power ups and upgrade them whatever a weapon choice um and then your subsequent choices you know trinkets and whatever uh you can really play it quite differently to how other people approach it um which isn't something like again in roguelikes you're not really it's not really a privilege that you're given a lot of the time you often just start out the run essentially naked Mm. just like everyone else and that's it you go and you kind of gain um you gain differentiation from other players through the randomness of the drops that you get and that does happen here of course but your starting level is could be so different your starting state could be so different to other players that um even if you randomly by by pure uh, incredible coincidence got the same drops as someone else your approach to it could be very different mm. to to that person mm. yeah and that that absolutely that plays a lot into the preference and it also plays a lot into um the, 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 I think the psychological feeling of of I'm having a real problem with this type of enemy or this type of boss, and then taking a particular loadout that fits that or that works particularly well. Maybe that's something as simple as it being melee or or ranged, depending on what the boss is or what the enemy is that's that's problematic, um, and that you do get to make those decisions. And and yeah, like you say, there is there is an element of RNG to it, but the fact that you are given three boons every time you get offered a choice you get a choice of three of them and that you get to the point where you have uh, the codex that you can then check to see what boons are available from each god and how and certain ones are dependent on having other boons so it's like well these are the three choices i have right now i ultimately want to get to this place further down the line so I need to take this one in order to then get offered another one later on. And it's that, that again, that just, there's no, like, there isn't any, it doesn't feel like there are any throwaway choices. There's no, well, I was, I got unlucky because I got this power up instead of this one, um, which can happen elsewhere. Uh, But I mean, Binding of Isaac is a game that I love. I've played, again, dozens, if not hundreds of hours of that. And part of the appeal of that is what am I going to get next? What am I you know, am I going to get the, the spider power up or am I going to get the, the wavy tears or whatever? And part of the excitement and the, the appeal of it is that, but you're not, this feels slightly more um, nuanced because you have a say in it. And so there's, it, it kind of hooks you in on that thing as well of it's always, you're always responsible and you're always complicit in the fate of your run because you had the choices along the way you didn't you weren't just given a hand and you had to make the best of it you've 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 you know picked some of those cards yourself so that's yeah i mean it is um it's empowering i guess in that way it's it's not um it's not being done to you you have a a great deal of choice in the matter yeah and i think that's an important point because i think unlike roguelikes are quite a they're quite a hardcore genre, right? Like they're mm. for hardcore gamers. Like they, they're, they're, it's not really a game of the genre that you're really going to recommend to people who you don't know already. Mm. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they're, they're into games, play a lot of games. But I feel with Hades, while it is a hardcore game, still, of course, it is. Um, you know, it's fast and it's it's got a lot of numbers and 
leveling up and all that stuff so it's inherently kind of hardcore but um you know and you see people on youtube and stuff doing like no hit challenges and speed mm. runs and whatever and it's just all insane so there's there's got that hardcore appeal but i think also for players who are kind of one or two rungs down from that they wouldn't necessarily consider themselves hardcore players they don't they don't um they play every game that comes out they're not looking for games to specifically challenge them in a i will now dominate this game through my skill kind of Mm. um rewards reward type um i think it's got appeal there as well um because of a lot of that stuff there is the constant sense of progression there's uh you know there's a story elements there's like it just looks incredible mm. as well like i've got it on mm. switch and on pc <laughs> um it says a lot given i just don't really like roguelikes very much um um but i think because it can appeal to the hardcore and the less and they're not casual, I'm not going to call them casual players, not casual, just less hardcore uh players. I think from that perspective, like it's a real kind of leap forwards in the genre, mm. really. Like it's taken a genre away from just being only for the super hardcore into a more uh more kind of diverse space. But it's done it without dumbing down any of the systems. It's actually done it by enhancing the systems. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that that, that enhanced—that's exactly yeah, where I was. My thoughts were leading me as you were talking about that. That there is a building upon rather than a rather than a here's the bar and you're going to constantly fall short of it. It's like here's the bar much lower and you can hit this bar. You can play this game reasonably well, you know, with not a tremendous amount of um, natural or inherent skill or you know you don't need super fast twitch reflexes to play this game well uh they're going to help they're going to help they you do perform help though, better yeah. for sure they're going to so. help you get those eight minute speed runs and all on that kind of stuff but but there is a, a much lower barrier to entry um to this game but then it ramps up and i don't know where if you'll be there 25 hours in have you got any of the pact of punishment stuff yet no, so I haven't, so I've gotten to, uh, so I haven't been past Elysium yet. Right. Um, okay. But I've fought the boss a couple, or the, the dual boss, yeah. spoilers, a yeah. couple of times. A um, bit of a bitch, those ones, yeah. Yeah, although I've I've gotten closer with, I'm not far away from beating those. Their health bars were really low both times that I tried it. Like, I got destroyed on the um, uh, Meg, I can't remember her full name. The Furies, yeah, one of her, the Magera, girls are called yeah. uh, Megara, and the Stone, um, the Hydra, Hydra, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> those two Amazing. kicked my ass a lot more when I first started. Okay. When the first couple of times I saw him, but then I guess maybe it's because by the time I got into them, I'm much more versed in the game, what it's doing, what all the boons are doing, all that stuff. So, mm, mm. you know, I've got I got more experience when I first approached that boss than I yeah. did the other two. Well so the so, so the once you've been through the game a couple of times, um and this is yet another thing, this notion of like, oh I've it takes you a lot of hours, or it took me at least, a lot of hours to finish it once. And you do that once. And there is a genuine real sense of accomplishment in that because that's taken many, many hours to do that again. Or for me, at least it took many, many hours to get to that point. And then that it's one of those games that the more, the more you play it, the more you realize that you're just scratching the surface. And so that first completion feels like an accomplishment as it should. You get rewarded for that. And that then opens up a bunch more stuff that allows you to it, it gives you more choices it, i think it it adds depth without 
necessarily adding complexity and i think that's a very fine line to walk it's very easy just to add a bunch of features and sliders and uh i want to tweak this particular aspect of this and not this one and all you're doing really is adding complexity but this adds depth you understand the choices you're making the pact of punishment stuff is basically in a nutshell it's a way of making the game harder and ramping up certain rewards but you're making it harder through entirely your own choices it's not just oh now all of the enemies hit harder and you take more damage like the sort of the very basic video game sort of difficulty levels often are this is a very specific thing you can have enemies that have more health you can have enemies that have different attack patterns and there's like just a whole bunch of different things that you can pick to add difficulty to this and to ramp up your rewards um and again it's your choice it's like well and and that can that plays into what weapon you're using because perhaps you know if you don't want if you're using a particular weapon that hits frequently and often like the uh like the um the gun weapon which whose name escapes me adamant rail um yeah i've never used that that's that's like there is a, a particular pact that the first hit on every enemy doesn't do anything to them and if you've got a very slow moving like maybe the bow that's a much mm. bigger deal than if you've got a weapon that's spitting out bullets and you can hit them once and knock that shield away so it's again it's just all of these decisions that you're being empowered to make and playing it your way and not being made to feel like i don't know just not being punished in the conventional sense of well this is hard suck it up and get good you know it isn't that at all um you kind of you always feel like you're good you just you can tweak how how much of a challenge you want yeah and i like that because that kind of plays into one of the other things i like about it is you don't know how you're going to approach each run right so you might set up your stuff and you know you know what weapon you know what trinket and everything but you but really you don't know how how you're going to play right Mm. and there's there's no way of really knowing because you don't know what you're going what you're going to get so you have to stay so even though unlike other roguelikes you can kind of set up that base that foundation to play with you have to stay you have to stay malleable you have to stay open-minded so you have to you can't just be relying on those same five moves all the time like while i like the shield a lot you can't just rely on the okay now i'm just going to block and force and do the the dash the mm. The, mm. the burst attack thing that you can do um with it the bow is an interesting one because when i played with the bow the first time i played with the bow was i got all the way it was the first time that i beat the hydra and when mm. i when I started playing with the bow, the first few rooms, I thought, oh, I really don't like this. Like, you know, this is, this is, you know, it takes away the movement of it, mm. of the game. It takes away this. But I think I got, I really like the Dionysus stuff a lot. Um, and I think I got the, the, uh, the ability for when you dash, you leave like, um, mm-hmm. The drunk, the circle of drunken, hangover. drunkenness, yeah. hangover. Yeah. yeah. It causes, um, yeah bestows enemies with hangover and um and then yeah the bow plus that i found a really um sort of deadly combination with how i play because i can you know i can shoot people from a fire and as they come close i can dash away or dash through them mm. and set and make them all drunk um so even though i'm killing enemies quite slowly with the bow their health is low when by the time mm-hmm. i come to shoot them so mm-hmm. i found and that but that's not really a combo that 
you know I, I had in mind before starting that run or, or even knew was possible really yeah well that yeah it's funny actually that I have not said this to you previously but Dionysus reminds me he kind of reminds me of like, like a godlike version of your D&D character that's how I think of him yeah, like yeah. He's, he's this very charming easygoing guy he is my favorite character a, in the game Dionysus yeah I'm not, I'm not surprised by that at all <laughs> I think Artemis is probably mine she's a bit more sour which probably is fitting um so yeah okay so the i mean it's i think it's possibly clear that although i have played more of it than you have we are both quite early on in where you can be in hades i mean again this is, and some of that is because it's a game that keeps on giving because it keeps rewarding you i am 75 hours in and i'm not at the what would be considered perhaps the end game um and that's a very interesting thing for me because the end game I'm not yet at the point where I'm just doing runs over and over and over again uh for the sake of it effectively where where all I'm my entire interaction with the game is the next run the next run I haven't exhausted all the narrative by any means whatsoever and it's interesting to me because a lot of roguelikes a lot of previous roguelikes that i've played i feel like often they start much closer to that point of where you get a bit of narrative you get a bit of uh reward and then they get to a point where you are kind of just churning runs to get better at it as a player to get past that next area Hades 75 hours in I'm not at that point yet I'm I'm still getting you know and that helps a lot take the sting out of when things don't go so well and there's that and often for me it's very much a oh that's me what an idiot like oh I, I, I wasn't aggressive enough you know I was relying too much on my area of effect attacks to fight the last boss or whatever it might be and really you know I needed to get in there more and there's a sting in that which is very very quickly neutered and taken away by arriving back at the house of Hades and then finding out what new narrative interactions there are to have and who's got what else to say and again dozens of hours into the game I'm still opening up these little side arcs of story um that it just like it just makes me smile every time because it's like conversations with Dusa the the uh Gorgon housekeeper and it's like there's just all these things that are yeah just again it just keeps on giving which is quite a feat I think yeah well yeah I mean the narrative is um like I think um like it makes like playing at Zagreus like it really feels like he's he has relationships with these people and they have relationships with each other before you mm. showed up mm. um, as a player before you showed up um which it's does almost like these of... characters existed in a in a larger fiction right before before they were put into <laughs> <Yeah>. this game <laughs> well yeah well on that as well like um so Zagreus is a god of rebirth in mm. Greek myth so obviously it's a perfect fit um but I also like like the, the gods are how they are in Greek myth in that they are they're imperfect and often incredibly childish as well mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. petty like mm-hmm. they, they get annoyed at petty things and then they'll have these outbursts of rage and then the next seconds they'll be totally fine again yeah um I really like I really like that element like it gives it a more even though it's gods and it's Hades and it's uh Olympus and you know Olympians um it's they feel like people Mm. like they don't feel like these like lofty untouchable um 
godlike, I suppose, presences, like their powers and their stuff, they are, but in their personalities, they're kind of relatable, like they're imperfect, they're they're flawed um, mm. characters. Yeah. And I think you see that definitely in the interactions with Zagreus and them, but also in their interactions with each other. When you have the god trials where you have two different gods and you have to pick one yeah. and then the well, other. Well, that's what gets... I was meaning, yeah. like, okay, I'm angry and yeah. now suddenly Oh, actually you were quite good there. So Yeah, um, and they, so, they'll reference okay that, won't they? And depend on who it is you've spurned, if it's Ares, he'll talk about the fact that okay, well you've just performed really well against those things that I threw at you in a rage, so we're cool now. Or somebody like Dionysus who's like oh look you know i can't stay mad at you what what were we even fighting about again and it's just yeah, 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 yeah. just it all goes go have away a party. it's like yeah it's just yeah it's very very well realized um yeah so i think that i mean there's a lot of stuff that we've that we've covered there is there anything in particular or, or what is your favorite aspect or is there anything in particular that you that stands out for you above and beyond just kind of the entire package woven together is there a particular strand um really rewarding i think i think i mean it's not really answering the question but i think like i've said like it's the the surprise at me liking it is still is still one of the the biggest things for Mm. me but i think it's it's for all that we said about um the progression and and that um and the different layers and the different power-ups and stuff it it's really the combat, like the combat, the speed mm. of the combat, like there's the, um, yeah, I don't want to get too technical, but it's like each frame, um, it, it's, it's framed almost like, it's like it's keyframed almost like a beat em up, um, where moves feel really impactful mm. in like the animation speeds. Uh, like when you hit people, there's almost like a, there's a tiny pause mm-hmm. whenever you hit someone. It just makes you makes the makes the impact. Even though you know from the from the asymmetric perspective and stuff, you don't really get the visual that close up visual of the impact. So, so you can't build kind of um, meaning um, and kind of grandiose um, sort of bludgeoning of characters into into it through the through the through the camera but yeah just those little pauses the the little effects when you hit them like all of that stuff is um i don't know if enough people have been speaking about that like a lot of people have spoken about the narrative and stuff and how good it is and and but yeah those little things the the animation quality all of those little things like from the top down from the top level stuff all the way through to those tiny details like it's just slick like the presentation Mm. is and obviously it looks incredible um Gen Z is the artist, the character artist that at Supergiant, and mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God, like the characters, they they all just look yeah. amazing. Like they just like I want posters on. of all of them. Like they, they yeah. are the art is the art is incredible. I think, and that that notion of yeah, the things like the the frames, the hitboxes, the those beat 'em up esque elements are for me how I feel myself getting better as a player versus all of the upgrades and stuff like that. It's it's those moments where I realise that actually I can... I mean, there's the there's the obvious stuff, yeah, like being able to dash through an attack or a pillar or whatever it might be. But then there's also the more nuanced and subtle things that I notice in that area where there are certain aspects, particularly of the, the I think, the, the Titan glove the uh, the mitts the, the boxing gloves effectively that you get um there's a yeah. particular aspect of that that draws it's like a magnetic thing um and it draws enemies when you do your special it draws enemies into you and you can do it 
whilst you're dashing um and you can kind of slide away from you can do it and then kind of use the back end of that move to slide away from the group that you've just pulled into you and you're invincible whilst you're doing that because it's it's that dash um movement and it's little things and i'm i wouldn't consider myself a technical hades player at all it's just i know that through how it feels and i haven't like studied it and i haven't looked it up on various videos but i just know that I got better at that particular, with that particular weapon, understanding that, understanding when I'm invincible, when I need to dash, when I can be, because yeah. what that weapon in particular, a bit like the swords as well, but the, the, uh, the, the mitts in particular, you really do have to be up close and personal. So it's like understanding that stuff extends your, your life expectancy quite dramatically more so than understanding that stuff. If you're using, the gun or the bow so yeah it's yeah getting better as a player is uh is definitely a very rewarding part of it as well not just um all the cool stuff that you unlock i mean i suppose i'm trying to think of like things wrong with it and they just say something bad about it but the um i am annoyed i suppose that because having it on pc and switch i am annoyed at the lack of the cross save Mm -hmm. um option which is supposedly coming, but it is annoying. Um, so I've played way more on Switch and PC, like I said. But I would prefer, I would prefer to play more on PC. Mm. Uh, certainly, if I'm going to play like more than one run, then I would prefer to play on PC because I just, I prefer the Xbox controller. Um, you know, the screen's bigger. It just it does look nicer on PC. Yeah. It does. I mean, the frame rate stays far more consistent as well. If you're playing handheld on Switch, it can get a bit bogged down because there's just so much going on on screen at certain points so even just from a yeah from a performance standpoint being able to play on pc uh and look at it on a big screen would yeah would be better is you'd probably be better at the game i would imagine um yeah i mean i I think i may have noticed i don't know once in the one bit of uh like one bit of vocal delivery not in terms of it being misspoken but like the intonation didn't quite match the the script at at one point in the 70 odd hours that i've played Mm. it so you know i mean it is it's definitely i know it's only what are we in october but i think we'll certainly be i'll certainly be talking about this game uh, at the end of the year in any sort of game of the year list, I think there's it's yeah <laughs> high yeah. up there for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if those are the only those are the only points that were <laughs> you know pulling out for negatives, I mean, that's probably it's one time in right. seventy hours he said this thing funny that was you yeah, know, that was a bit, yeah, and it's cross save isn't here yet. Yeah, it'll be interesting actually to see. I mean, we can talk about this another time. Um, we're pretty much out of time now, but it'll be interesting to see how it performs on people's game of the year list because it's going up against like last of us 2 is one of the most obvious ones mm-hmm. obviously i don't know cyberpunk might blow everyone away i don't know a lot of people like doom um it'll be interesting to see how it uh, how it uh, does against those i mean super you know they're not a small studio but they're not you know they're not naughty dog um yeah, sure. like so it'll be interesting to see how it performs against those yeah it'll be uh it will be the very um personification of a of a god killer in that sense just to make the pun is this we ending with pun every week so i think i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna make that la- thing plant versus zombies last week <laughs> and now it's god killer this week yeah we'll let other people be the uh, the judges of how successful that is but yeah i'm gonna this is a thing i'm gonna 
I'm going to invest some time in. Um, yeah, okay, so I'm speechless after that, to be honest. So I think it's probably a good time to bow out and say our goodbyes. Um, why don't you come and tell us what you thought about Hades? We're on Twitter at Indie by Design, and while you're there, you'll also find a link to our Discord server. And if you're quick, um, we have a competition running that closes on the 16th of October and you can win yourself a copy of Oddworld Abe's Origins which is a book we made in conjunction with Oddworld Inhabitants and that tells a story of all of the um, Abe and all of all of the Oddworld games all the way from Abe's Odyssey and Abe's Exodus on PS1 all the way through to Soulstorm which is coming out soon uh, the competition closes on the 16th so you don't have long um, but if you do decide to enter then good luck And whatever the case, we'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening.